0: Did you miss the headline and the top story of the day? Extra, extra, read all about it. Don't worry, because we got you covered. This is how we do. It's the Cattles and Rami.
1: Top Spot. Five
0: o'clock, that means it's time for the Top Spot here on this program. I'm the Rami half of that, by the way. That's the J half. Well, he's... Jay filling, filling in for, in for the, right. the Nick half is what I meant to yeah. say. We're close. And We're Simone right on now. the other side. It's Friday. Friday Come at on, 5, o'clock. 5 o'clock. Got an yeah, hour left One to foot work. out the door. Uh, I wouldn't put it that Slide way. Slide to the yeah. co-op. <laughs> 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 yeah, I got to see if the girlfriend made anything for dinner. I hope not. So we go to the we'll co-op to after the way you guys just hyped it up. Yeah, but uh, good, Jay, brother. there's only there's only one place to go for the top spot today, and that's that's the NBA draft and what the Kings did. Now, as far as the draft picks, they went and got Colby Jones, who uh, was good it, by all indications, almost as solid and NBA ready as a second round players. As you're going to get, playmaker, he can pass the ball, good defender. He can shoot the three a little bit, hit 42% of his catch-and-shoot threes this past season. We also They also got Jalen Slauson out of Furman in the second round. By the way, we talked with uh, Furman head coach Bob Ritchie earlier. If you missed that, go check it out on YouTube or uh, SactownSports.com. And check out all of Frankie Cardaselli's fine, fine work on draft night and the aftermath thereof at SacktownSports.com as well. But I don't think that was the big move last night, Jay. I think the big move was dealing Rashawn Holmes and the 24th pick to Dallas. That put the Kings in the position to open up more than $30 million in cap space this offseason. They now have the third most cap space in the league, Jay. How did you feel about what the Kings did last night on NBA draft night?
2: Absolutely loved it, Rami. I Same. thought they uh they did their thing. I think Monty was wheeling and dealing, a la Ric Flair. And Woo! uh yeah, I'm with it, man. I you, you talk you said this earlier in the show, just a minute ago actually, when it comes to the twenty-fourth pick and what it would bring, the type of prospect it would bring, the type of player it would bring. And I think me and you both are on the same boat. We're both looking for powerful moves. And I'm not saying the 24th pick, which was Omax, is not going to be a powerful move. But as far as, you know, a known commodity, something that that this very season coming up is going to pay dividends. I love what happened because they didn't. They didn't really need a draft pick. They need someone that's
0: a proven commodity. This is what Monty McNair said about what that pick did for, or that trade did for them. We always value the optionality and flexibility when we can acquire it, um, and uh, we've got, I think, a really. It, this was a great season, uh, you know, for for a lot of reasons, um, and we we want to have a long. A long playoff run here and uh, continue to compete and uh, to do that in today's NBA you have to be able to uh, to build your team out not just in the very near term but over the course of many years and so uh, we're always we're always having that balance right well what can we do to add to the team now but how does that affect what we can do going forward Um, so we think uh, you know what we We're able to do tonight when we've done uh, going back to the deadline in past years uh, will give us a lot of options, not just this summer, but as we get into next year. Yeah, $35.6 million of flexibility, which is another word for what Jay has been saying all day. Options for the Sacramento Kings this offseason. And if they added one player who can contribute last night, Jay, and Colby Jones, maybe a two-way player. In Slauson, and then you bring in Vizankoff and maybe one or two more players with the $35.6 million that you have now to work with. You're talking about adding three, four guys to, to the number three seed in the Western Conference last year who can come in here and help you win now to varying degrees. That's That's a very intriguing thing to me when it comes to the Sacramento Kings. Meanwhile... As soon as they get all that money, of course, the thing everybody's trying to figure out is what are you going to do with all that money? That's right. Where, where are we going to spend all that money? Come on now. And the the Put name it in my pocket. The name that seems to have have popped up, and and to some's delight, some's joy, others shock and dismay, was uh, well. I'll let Brian Windhorst tell you.
3: Okay, I want to go back to the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> you got to figure out what's going on in Sacramento. <laughs> you know, and help um, you know give Pelton credit here. Belton mentioned this. Mike Brown uh-huh. is extraordinarily close to Draymond Green. Extraordinarily close. Mike Brown was the Draymond Green whisperer with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green is a free agent. They now have the money if they want to give him a premium over what he opted out of in Golden State. Okay. Now, I do believe that Draymond wants to be a Warrior. And I do believe that the trade for Jordan Poole today puts the with the Warriors in good, in good position to be able to keep their books in a fashion where they can keep Draymond and keep Clay Thompson if they both sign contracts that are pay cuts or at least mildly flat to where they are. But the Kings can now go hunting for Draymond Green if they mm. wish. And... That would be extraordinarily interesting because it is the exact exact type of player that they need and there's a already a already a uh, well, you know it'd be interesting with Sabonis. That would be interesting first practice. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah the fans would be the fans would have to do something to, to, to That would change be their an opinion.
3: extraordinarily so. interesting situation. Holy Moses. Um
0: I couldn't think of a music bed that says Brian Windhorse and his energies level right there less. You know that I mean? definitely
3: wasn't Brian Windhorse <laughs> music.
0: Oh
2: God. Sounds like somebody, and I don't know who that was, sounds like somebody in the back almost cursed. Oh, really? Yeah, really? yeah like right at the end. He, I think he said shoot or something oh. like that, but Ooh. it sounded
0: very, very close. Right. I, I don't know if this money was, was freed up for Draymond, Jay, but uh, I'd be okay with it. I'd be all right. If Draymond was, was part of the $35 million plan this offseason mm-hmm. mm-hmm. on how to upgrade the Sacramento Kings, I'm okay with it. And as, and as for all the Domas Bonus stuff and whatever other bad blood he brewed in, in that playoff series, get over it. Hmm. I, I say that to Kings fans and and to anybody on the Kings who might not be able to let it go. Scottie Pippen has a scar in his chin from Dennis Rodman to this day, and they went and won a ch- three championships together. He, you can get over this stuff and and be a professional and go out and play good basketball together. And I think that it it would work. He brings a lot of things to, to this team that, that the Kings could use. It, his age doesn't necessarily fit the timeline, but at the same time, if this is a team that's ready to compete and win championships now, we know that's something Draymond knows a thing or two about. Absolutely. I would say... John Hollinger uh, from
2: the Athletic, he had an article that you we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. and he listed guys in the free agency that might that's that is available and the ranking different tiers. And Draymond, to my surprise, was ranked kind of tier two or tier lo- lower, three,
0: lower in tier two. Yeah, yeah, and
2: it was John Hollinger believes he's going to get at uh, 24000000 dollars 24, yeah. $24 a year. I would have thought Draymond would have got 30, you know, and I know he just got out of the 27, 28 million. But if you're going to give me Draymond for 24... I'm with it, brother. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I got to... love for the boys. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
4: You still you got 11 to play
0: with. Come you still on You got 11 to play with if you can get Draymond in at, thir- at 24.
3: dollars in the space,
0: <laughs> Mid- <laughs> Mid-level exception?
2: TPE <laughs> as well? Listen, <laughs> if you can get Draymond for 24, I'm intrigued. I'm at least picking up the phone. As Monty McNair, and of course, I got my buddy Mike Brown on the line because, as we've heard, Mike Brown is the Draymond Whisperer, which I had no idea draymond had a, a shaman I, I didn't know he had a whisper if you would have told me if there was a person in the nba who doesn't have a whisper it'd be draymond he kind of right. he doesn't whisper he pretty much yells himself he lets everybody know on the podcast about what you know so how if, he feels so mike brown's not there last year jordan Poole's not laying in a puddle of his I, on the oh, practice yeah, floor yeah. i guess according to brian windhorse but i'm in on draymond at 24 million dollars I think if you push it over that, I'm probably out. But I like the the attributes that Draymond is going to bring, and that's kind of a lot of his attributes is what I'm looking for when it comes for the Sacramento
0: Kings. And, uh, and having Mike Brown here makes me feel a lot better about whatever whatever, whatever uh, repercussions or side effects might come with with bringing in a Draymond Green. It's going to be a few of them. <laughs> oh, there's going to be a few of them mm-hmm. for sure. But I think I think Mike Brown minimizes that. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? You know what I'm intrigued by, Jay? Are yeah. you looking up at what's on our TV? This hacky right sack here. or whatever this thing is called, man. <laughs> the cornhole. Yeah, cornhole, man.
2: American cornhole league. Yeah, whatever, bro. Hacky sack. That's called bean bags on a on a wooden plank.
0: Don't, yes. This might be my only shot at being a pro athlete. Don't knock it, Jay. Oh well. Look, I've seen you do you. Yeah. You've do seen, you. You've seen my work on yeah, the cornhole you championship board. level with I, yours, I'm brother. I'm telling you, <laughs> I <did. laughs> I need to know. I magic. Right. I need to know where the tryouts or whatever the case might be. We're gonna have to line you up. How buddy. do I get my sponsors? You know what I mean? <laughs> Johnsonville and at, all yeah, bushes Bush's beans. These beans? guys got <laughs> patches all over there. You know how much money is on these dudes' shirts? for playing cornhole. I'm good at cornhole, man. You I'm are. telling you, I, I I got some skills. What different size bean It si- doesn't matter what size the <laughs> hole, the bean
2: bag, the board. I don't care. If Chris was here, the size of the hole would have got him. I'm telling you.
0: I'm telling you.
2: Even if he's listening right now, he is conjuring up a meme
0: to send to us. Uh, poor Verlot is under the weather today. I hope it wasn't me. I was told I'm not contagious. Jay, Simone, you're both feeling all no, right. I'm so right. Far, I, yeah. I messaged so
5: far. him, and I was like, did Rami get you sick? And he said no. And Verlot is quick to blame me exactly. for something. Exactly. So I know. If I did, he would have let me know for sure. You, you, you,
2: Dave, or Jason, for sure. Top three.
0: We are quick to blame John Fisher for things. That's because they're all his fault. We'll do it more next.
5: Cattles and Rami. Sactown
0: Sports. It is Cattles and Rami. Oh, I got to do something. Hold on real quick. Um, <laughs> the Sacramento Kings are hosting the fifth. Is, are we ready for this, Simone? Are we equipped Absolutely, for this? Absolutely, The always. Sacramento Kings are hosting the fifth annual California Classic Summer League on July 3rd. And fifth, with an expanded lineup of teams preparing for NBA action. It's on TV. Kings need you in the building. Hit up the Folsom Lake Honda Hotline Hot Contest Line right now, looking for caller number. Number 2, oh, okay. Simone said, right. to 800-920-1140. Caller number 2 to 800-920-1140 will win two-day passes to the California Classic. Rami, it was on
2: Not TV while you were talking about yeah, it, yeah. literally. Oh, was wow, really? Yeah, yeah two-day passes for 42 bucks if you don't slide in to grab that uh, second pick. Ooh. I mean, just me that second call for... Uh,
0: Simone, I'm in draft mode right now. I'm my I'm picks, second pick. <laughs> so uh, go ahead, caller number two. Oh wow, they're blowing up. You going right. to the Cali Classic, brother? I might try to hit up a game or two. Okay. Yeah. How does is it like? Because I know it like the summer league, you buy like you buy a ticket for the day, right? Because yeah. it's game after game after mm-hmm. game after. It's like a pro am type thing Correct. where it's just back to back. Is it the same with the California yeah, class? Brother. It's like a day sessions. Past? Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, sessions. They call it sessions. The great thing about Vegas is is the Max and me, the Max. The Cox and the Mac are connected, so you just kind of have a breezeway, a walkway. Yeah, and it's fantastic because Cox is smaller, the Mac is huge. You know, it's bigger UNLV, and I just man, I love summer league. It, I've for heard me. I've
0: heard it's one of the funnest experiences dude, for a basketball fan that you'll for learn. me
2: it's the best NBA experience. And this year they got the NBA con. Seventh through the ninth, for the first time ever, and that's going to be at Mandalay
0: Bay, dude. I'm 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 amped. I've heard Jay that it's it's comparable to spring training in baseball. Like if you're a baseball fan, because it's like it's yeah it's competitive, but at the same time, it's laid back and casual. It's a laid back, casual Very. atmosphere. You know what I mean? Very. On top of the only thing, and the good weather and the and parties. I was about to say it's yeah. Vegas. Mm-hmm. On top
2: of that, it's going to be scorching. It's, of course, it's going to be a A million degrees. But the other thing I really like about Summer League compared to, and I've done both, of course, with spring training and all that type of stuff in Peoria, Arizona. The one thing I really like about Summer League is the entire NBA embarks on Vegas. Literally, like the entire league. And you just never know who you're going to see. Yeah. And most of the time. It's just, like you said, it's guys in shorts and tennis shoes. I mean, even the GMs, the front office guys, you know, they might pop a collar one time, but everything else, they in khaki pleated shorts like Jim Harbaugh, and they got the kicks. I I love it, man. I love summer league, I would love to check it out sometime. Players just attainable. You know, they taking pictures because, you know, the the, the new autograph is a picture. Nobody wants an autograph. They want a picture. The selfie. Right? Yeah. Of course. Let me get so, the selfie. Love it, man. You, you're going to you'll walk down and you'll see De'Aaron Fox. And at the same time, you're going to see Kevin Garnett. At the same time, you're going to see Romney. I hate to do this to you, but yep. it's just a solid transition. Yep.
0: And in a few years, you'll be able to go right down the street and probably catch oh, an man, A's man. game. I'm down with I'm you, man. Sorry. I'm I'm sorry. All, it's over with I'm sorry. I have <laughs> no love for you. <laughs> it's just a good transition. I, could, I, couldn't, pass, about Vegas. I couldn't pass it off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry man. I just couldn't pass it Suddenly, I got sick. <laughs> I could. I'm a radio guy. I couldn't pass up a good transition when I saw it. But uh, hopefully that's not the case. And hopefully the A's stay in Oakland. Did I fix it? Did I did I save it? Now, hopefully they stay in Oakland. But uh, Mayor Shang Tao was uh, was this the Oakland ABC station? Do I have that right? I want to say it's the Oakland ABC station where she does a a monthly appearance. She was asked, have you heard anything from the A's since uh, all this went down?
1: I have not heard from the A's at all. And we know that, yes, the Nevada legislature has passed a public financing bill. And my view is if the A's ownership wants to go to Vegas, they should petition for an expansion team and let the A's stay in their home. And I think, frankly, it's a huge missed opportunity if MLB allows for owners to leave a city that has bent over backwards to accommodate them and a fan base that has more than proven their loyalty.
0: And that that seems to be I don't know if I want to say picking up steam because I don't know that anybody is taking the idea seriously. Who needs to take the idea seriously for it to happen, Jay? But that's we had Eno Saris from the Athletic on mm-hmm. last week, and and that's what he said would would probably be the the right solution Love to this it. thing. Is if the A's want to go to Vegas, let them go to Vegas. That's right, but they don't take the A's with them. John Fisher. They get an expansion team in Salamanders. In close. They, you know, they get to take the roster and the sidewinders and, and everything else that goes with Spiders. it. But they leave behind the the A's in yes. terms of the the colors, the logo, the the lore, the history. They stay the Oakland A's, and whoever this new owner is, works out this deal with the mayor and the city of Oakland. That they seem very willing to sit at the table. And work out. Yes. If somebody at the A's in Major League Baseball would just sit down with them and seriously negotiate in good faith. Love it. I'm absolutely with it. You, uh, Eno Saris,
2: was the first person that I heard say this, and I don't know why this had popped in my mind. Mm-hmm. It also, you know, on a personal note Rami allows me to continue to wear my A's gear. Exactly. You know, it That's becomes. a sharp you're wearing uh, today Thank today, you, sir. Yes. It becomes a uh, throwback, so to say. A Mitchell and Ness type joint. You <laughs> know, a retro style. I'm with that, man. If. I've said this. If the A's, the name, the brand, the color, the culture, the history, goes along to Vegas, I'm out. I'm done. I'm Mm -hmm. not rocking. I'm I'm not from Vegas. I'm I'm not from Oakland. But I'm closer to Oakland than I am from Vegas. Mm -hmm. Different state. Cross the borders. No disrespect to Las Vegas. You know, Neo and Bryce Harper and a bunch of guys that's out that way. But I don't want the Las Vegas A's. I'll take the Salamanders over the A's and I respect that you guys have a team and you took, you know, a a torrid Oakland A's team out that way. But go ahead and leave that green and gold right there in the town. Yep. 98th Street, Engelberger, you know what I mean? Uh, Hagenberger, excuse me, right there in East Oakland. That's what I'm looking for. Let me jump off the BART and maybe five years down the road, I'll go to another A's game, you know. Don't take the team, don't take the culture, don't take the shield is what I'm saying. Just yeah. as we talked about Raiders, I asked plenty of people, would you still root for the Raiders knowing they're in Las Vegas and a lot of people who were kind of down the middle was like, i probably always rep the shield, but I'm not sure if I
0: can rep the team anymore. I mean, if there's any compromise in John Fisher and, and Rob Manford in Major League Baseball, that's it. Right there. That is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they are putting public money out for a new stadium. It's just not as as much as John Fisher wants. But it's enough for most situations. It's enough. And not just the money, but the land grants that they're also putting out there for the area around around the field. So if there's any compromise in Rob Manfred, Major League Baseball, John Fisher, that, that seems to be the one for me. Meanwhile, the mayor was also asked about the reverse boycott which A's fans so successfully staged last week
1: again i'm just so proud of the fans it it was i mean you had to be there the energy was electrifying it was amazing it felt like you were at the battle of the bay uh, uh, uh game all over again right and you saw the love and the passion for the team and so for anyone who tries to use an excuse around like oh well we don't have a strong fan base well i call total bs on that because we saw with our own two eyes, we felt
0: the energy, and and you you did feel it, you yeah. saw it, and even even the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame recognized it and and saw the energy and the love that A's fans put out there to the degree that those sell shirts that they were given out, they're headed to Cooperstown, Jay, come on now, to be put on display, and I know I know because a lot of people do mix this up, they. A lot of people are probably going, well, if you love Ace fans so much, why why aren't you keeping the team in Oakland? Major League Baseball is not the Hall of Fame. Like, those are two separate entities. Correct. And the Hall of Fame, uh, specifically John Shestafoss, Shestafoss. Chestikovsky, okay. he told the uh, Hall of Fame Vice President of Communications, he told the Mercury News, it was important to document the protest. He said, quote, we are here to document history and preserve that history as it relates to baseball and it relates to the game. That happens on the field when a significant accomplishment takes place, but it also happens off the field. So you you did enough that, that the Hall of Fame took notice, Man. A's fans. Hopefully... Rob Manfred and John Fisher and the powers that be in baseball and within this whole situation have taken notice based on that reverse boycott, and something can be done.
2: Very well said, my man. Unfortunately, Rob Manfred and the uh, owner and president and uh, front office and a lot of guys down there in Oakland, I don't think they really care at this point, man. I think it's more financial, you know, and uh, taking the feeling and emotions out of it. It's just about socking it to the pocket at this point when it comes to John Fisher. But I do appreciate the fact that the Baseball Hall of Fame has recognized that us Oakland and Oakland A's fans, we get down. That's what we do. Super Ash. faithful. Been around for many moons. Yes, sir. Before John Fisher. You know, before Rob Manfred. Yeah. Before Jake Johnson. You know? I mean, <laughs> come on now. Stop playing with us out in these streets, Rami.
0: We got to get to a break. The callback is next. I'm going to light up these phone lines. The phone is ringing. And we are checking to see who's on the line. Long time listener, first time caller. News, gossip, a story. Okay, who's the next victim? It's The Callback on Cattles and Rami. It is time for The Callback here <laughs> on makes. Cattles and Rami and want to do a little something different with the callback today and just go back and uh, look at, hear, I guess not look at, but listen to, because it's radio, listen to some of the uh, more fun, interesting moments from the NBA draft last night. We talked a lot about the uh, Thompson twins on on the show yesterday, Jay, and they ended up going, what, 4-5 and in the NBA draft? Yep. And we talked about the fact that... While yes, they're living their dream, they're also going to be separated from each other for the first time, really, in their whole lives. They've lived and played basketball together from the day they were born, literally. Like you, you throw that around a lot. Yep. Literally, from the day they were born, they've been attached at the hip. And Amen Thompson said his brother Asur, like like a like a like a bad partner in a divorce, just <laughs> grabbing everything.
3: I understand that you guys are having to divide up your belongings because this will be the first time that you ever live separately. So what are, like, the key items that you're fighting over in terms of, like, you he- know, clothes and <laughs> shoes? He got
4: to keep the PS5. I got to buy me one. Ah, uh, uh, That's the main one so far. But we've been fighting over shoes, too. Which I'll, shoes? Um, these um Jordan Travis Scotts. Oh. He, he got those too. Oh, so I'm, I'm losing everything. It's like a bad divorce.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do you get the PS Five and, and the Jordan the Travis Scotts? Man, How does that, that dude, work?
2: He must got a heck of a lawyer. Well, he's was going deal. Where,
0: where, where's your prenup? I know, where's man. Where's your prenup? I'm
2: I'm trying to tell you, brother. He he's taking some else.
0: You know, I never, I never really thought about the benefit of being a twin and the double wardrobe and double shoes that's that's got to be pretty sweet right yeah especially if you're both sneakerheads you know yeah. what i mean that i can go get a pair you, you can go get a pair and then right. like whatever matches our outfits we'll just we'll just rock that night you know i think what I mean? if you go that way compared to a lot of twins
2: kind of dressed the same or at least the, when you're younger you get dressed the same yeah. uh now of course if it's a a young lady and a young man that's a little different but if they're you know both the young ladies or two both you know boys, stop dressing the same, right? <laughs> like, I guess that's the the point of it is. I'm you, don't have you to right dress, now, they're dressed the same.
0: If I was a father to twins, first yep. of all, te- I'd be terrified. I mean second of all, <laughs> I'm not. I'm definitely not dressing them the same. One how, yellow, am, one boom, how am I yeah. supposed to tell them apart? Agree. You know, you know what I mean? Agreed. If they're identical, yep. no, I'm de- I'm dressing them different. I'm putting their. Initials on their shirts, on all their <laughs> shirts, just so I can see which one of those fools I'm talking to. Meanwhile, Brandon Miller went number two to the Charlotte Hornets, and we talked yesterday, Jay, about leading up to the draft. Uh, Brandon Miller said Paul George was his goat. Who? He also told the story about how Michael Jordan airballed a free throw what? at his workout. We were like, man, this dude doesn't even want to be a Charlotte. Mm-hmm. He's trying to piss off Michael Jordan, and he didn't stop after Jordan drafted him.
4: I can say working out in front of Michael Jordan, I think I think all people would think I would be pressured because, you know, of course, he's Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan was never the guy I grew up watching. I um, kind of grew up watching Paul George, so... <laughs> I think Michael Jordan was just a regular guy to me in the gym watching me work out. Regular um, so, guy. <laughs> I mean, it was definitely cool meeting him. Uh, he definitely sounds like how he sounds on TV, <laughs> always trash talking. So I just really had a, a fun time with him. But you also mentioned within that that he's just like he is on TV. He's talking trash. So that, What did he say to you? Uh, he, he told me I was just a shooter. <laughs> 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 just shooting threes. <laughs> uh, so, I mean... It's nothing. With him. I, I know. I, I know my my talents and my abilities. That's uh, right. I mean, you can't really let Jordan get in your head. You know, yeah. it might make him feel good and make you feel bad. So, uh, kind of talk some trash back to him. I witnessed him airball the free throw too. So Wait, So. Always, Jordan airballed the free throw. Yeah, I always throw? have that. I always have that up against him. How did he? Was he having a, a free throw? How did that I mean, happen? Was he having a contest? He was with just old. It's him just being old. Mmm.
2: He, he shot MJ down a few times. Dude's a regular dude in the
0: gym. Just a cat watching me shoot. I don't care what he just
2: says a to me. Yeah, Just a regular guy. just a regular guy. Dude, not pedestrian, even worried about him. Pedestrian, so didn't, pedestrian. Didn't grow up watching him. Why would I care about his trash talk? <laughs>
0: his suit don't even fit. What are you talking about here? Like, not I'm Sprite, even going me my Sprite Sprite owner no more. Dude, throw that in. A dude, a dude who's got season tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what this is. He you knows. Know, he knows this. Is the, this ain't gonna be his boss
2: in two weeks. I, I will say this, Simone. You can answer this a little yes, more too. Sure. You are uh, ten years younger than me at this point, yeah. and I I know you're in the sports. I know you keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. But can you attest to this? I think there is a. Age barrier, we're getting ready to start to hit with Jordan, too, <laughs> where it becomes people, you know, 30 and under. You
5: didn't see him. He's yeah. just a regular guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And he's just a regular guy that's on my tennis shoe, on my brand, on my t right. shirt, on my hoodie, on my you, Nike tech, you know, it's that type so of
5: stuff. So true when you didn't, when they didn't see him play, you know, they weren't there for the space jams of it all. Tragic. Start, start on
0: Space Jam. started watching Space Jam again. The that one, was the uh, first DVD we ever one or had. Or the second? No, the first one. Oh, okay. I never watched <laughs> the, the second LeBron one even me Count Space Jam? I didn't even watch <laughs> no, it. No, I don't I know, even that know. it's a bad movie, right? movie. You're asking the wrong Was it? Okay. Was a bad movie. I, I figured. Yeah. Meanwhile, the awkwardness, Kids didn't like it. the awkwardness didn't stop there around the Charlotte Hornets and the drafting of Brandon Miller. Their GM, Brandon Kupchak, or excuse me, Brandon Kubchak <laughs> Mitch Kupchak, he was asked, uh, what what was it about Brandon Miller that made you go with him as the second pick in the the draft
3: well everything that we you know every answer they got we got to every every question you know I, I would say you know he he is a freshman right so you know he's a little bit you know i would say younger than um excuse me, i wouldn't say younger if you can
2: make out what he said or what he meant go ahead simone rami can you guys help me? I have yeah, no I can, I can translate
0: it for you. Okay, please. I didn't make this damn pick. <laughs> yeah. Why are you asking me?
3: Go nah, talk to MJ.
0: That would have been what I, was, I would. I would have walked into that press conference and know, just like Brandon Miller, knowing Michael Jordan ain't my boss in two right. weeks, and I probably don't have this job in two weeks. Right. I'd be like, "Hey guys, I didn't make the pick. I don't have to answer any of your questions." You have a great off season. <laughs> Good night. Peace out,
5: y'all. It's above me. And just, and just walk say, out.
0: Yeah. What? What is? Well, what answers to what questions that we we heard before the draft even happened? Michael Jordan had final say. Mm-hmm. He, he was making the pick. Why put Mitch Kupchak out there in front of those cameras and those microphones? Why put that man
2: in that position? Because MJ rarely talks, you know, unless it's in front of a tablet about Isaiah Thomas. But, but, I mean, look, according to Brandon Miller, he's just one of them regular dudes, man. You know, somebody that just hangs out in the gym. He's habitual line stepper. I'm not exactly sure what Mitch Kupchak was bringing to the table on that answer. Well, he
0: started to say Brandon Miller was younger, and then he realized uh, Scoot Henderson is is, is actually (laughs) younger. I can't go with the age here. The age thing. <laughs> he wanted so he grasped right. at a straw that he was like, "Man, that straw doesn't even work." And he's uh, taller. He's uh, taller. Finally, <laughs> finally, a guy who uh, a lot of people maybe didn't know about till last night when he showed up in in the Dorothy jacket, yeah. the, the ruby red jacket. Absolutely. Grady Dick, well, he's he, he he achieved the dream of being an NBA player, getting drafted by the Toronto Raptors. So so what's next on on the old bucket list? Grady
4: now I'm looking forward to it. Um, Got to get out there see Drake. I've been sending a bunch, but I'm looking forward to that. You hyped to become boys with Drake overnight?
3: It's gonna happen. Of
4: course, that's the goal. I need him wear my jersey. That's how I know. That's my priority. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm looking forward to it.
3: Um, All he gotta wants. Got to get out
4: there see Drake. I've been sending a bunch, but I'm looking forward to that.
0: All he wants is for Drake to be wearing his jersey to be Man. boys with Drake.
4: We all have uh,
2: we all have dreams, dreams right? and goals. <laughs> did you see the University Daily Daily Kansan had him and said big energy? Did you see that picture where he's on the front page and he's like pretty he's cool? He's dunking, you know, whatever. Big energy. Uh, yeah. I see it's what they did there. Big energy day, on the and bottom, His and name. There
0: you go. in the middle. You see Come what they now. did there? Uh, <laughs> see what they big did Big energy. Watch what we do, and yeah. in other news, it's coming up next. Did you catch all the week's headlines?
3: Check the headline, check the headline, the
0: headline. Let the fellas fill you in on this week's In Other News. Like to have some fun on a Friday to close things out, bringing some of the more weird, wacky, wild news stories from in and out of the world of sports. Have you guys heard about this uh, cannibal cricket invasion in Nevada. Have you guys heard about this? No. Might be the end times. No. We might be... I've seen pictures. ...in the end times. Mormon crickets, a.k.a. uh, cannibal crickets, have taken over a Nevada town and gone viral on social media after one resident posted a disturbing video. The insects are big, stinky, and cannibalistic. Mormon crickets are out in full force In Elko, Nevada, blanketing, and I've seen the pictures and the videos, I mean blanketing buildings and roads. They leave behind a stench so horrible akin to burning flesh Mm. that it forces residents to plug their noses while driving. The critters stick to tires and the bottoms of shoes and their carcasses are everywhere, even in gyms. And uh, Lisa Matthews, a real estate resident in Elko, posted a TikTok video that went viral in which she is quoted saying with laughter. I mean, we're using humor here in El Elko to really get by. I mean, what else are you going to do? It's not like you can walk out there and be like, "Hey guys, let's ship it on out." I don't know about you guys. That's exactly what I'm doing. Like, if my, <laughs> <laughs> if my town gets taken over by crickets, by cannibal crickets, and they nonetheless stink. they smell oh. bad, and like they are, they're literally everywhere. They're like. They're sticking to people's tires, the bottom of people's shoes. They're getting in school gyms. Folks are using anything and everything to get rid of these things, including power washers, brooms, sweeps, uh, leaf blowers. Some of re- resorted to chemical pressure washers. Wow. Like this, this is a problem. And the reason this has happened apparently is these they usually. Hatch in the spring, but because of a unusually uh, damp spring, they didn't hatch until now, which gave them time to lay more eggs and more of them. And now it is an issue. Elgo, you remove Nevada. a vampire <laughs> pretty much. I'm getting the hell out of Elgo, Nevada, if yeah, I live I'm, there. Dude, that's, I'm not dealing with a cricket invasion. I'm sorry. Could you imagine if that got into your clothes no, or some that's, kind of form of some end, your That's car. some biblical oh. end times type of stuff, no. man. No, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm I got to find man. a new place to live. You can have it? Yeah, it's, there. You can you can have it. It. it's the cricket's yeah. town now. It's Cricket, <laughs> Nevada is what it is elect a cricket mayor i don't give a damn i'm
5: leaving
0: i'm out together a cricket police force (laughs) fire fire department whole thing do your thing man i'm out i'm done a mayor (laughs) a little suit put him in a little suit
3: (laughs) so stupid
0: you are the absolute worst. Cricket, cricket,
2: cricket city, man. It's there. Simone, I'm going to let Simone go. You know why? Let me get, let's give a shout out to Simone, man. She's She's been been uh, killing it. She's been doing her one, two step over the last couple of minutes. Her first time as a uh, producer running it by herself without any assistance. Man, go ahead, Simone. You you jump on in there.
5: I just wanted to touch on what's going on in Philly really quickly. I know we all probably heard about what happened to their I-95 freeway and that collapsing, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, it was about tw- 12 days ago, and they just reopened it, and the Phillies' mascots all got together and drove across the bridge first. What?
0: all the Like all the Philadelphia yes, mascots? all of so- them.
5: We had the Eagles. We have – is it <laughs> – Fnatic? Philly Fanatic. <laughs> yes. What's
0: that weird Flyers mascot that yes, they got? Yeah, with the googly name? eyes. Oh my God. What is that, his dude's name? A, that dude's a weird, he's weird. He's scary. I don't like him. He freaks me out. What is a Flyers, Flyers mascot? Name? Yeah, what is his name? It pops straight up, right? Gritty. <laughs> Gritty. Gritty, that's, Gritty, that's Gritty.
5: I should have known okay. that from Avid Elementary, too. Simone, who is driving? The firefighters. They were oh, okay. on a, a okay. fire truck. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought
0: they let one of the one of the mascots <laughs> drive.
1: <laughs> like, I don't cool. think
5: that would work with their shoes, but yeah, that's, a, that's Philly for you. <laughs> that's outstanding. Yes, and, we love and, that. And glad they got it back up Absolutely. And very quick turnaround. I'm very proud of them. Absolutely. Yeah, go sir. off.
2: And uh, safety, too. Absolutely. Dude. Let's
0: see this how one, we can do those things. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Look at that. This one is
5: close to
2: home, fam. A restaurant chain in California enlisted a fake priest to take confessions from workers with the supposed father urging them to get the sins out by telling him if they've been late for work or had stolen from their employer, according to the U.S. Department That's of Labor.
0: Low down and dirty. Man. Come on, man. The restaurant <laughs> That's as owner- low down and dirty as you can get. The
2: restaurant owner, C-H-E, I don't know how to spell that name. Someone may be listening of that family. Garibaldi operates two Takeda Garibaldi oh. restaurants in Sacramento. And one in place, Roseville. Huh? According to the statement from the Labor Department, attorneys for the restaurant company didn't immediately respond to, to a request for comment. The alleged priest also asked workers, if they harbored bad intentions, Rami, toward their employer or if they're done anything in har- to harm, the company said the agency, which would call one of the most shameless scams that the labor regulator yeah, has that is ever shameless. seen.
0: That's shameless, slow down and dirty is what that is. You, you brought in a fake priest, priest. It's, it's to take confessions crazy. from the workers and and snitch them, rat themselves out about th- it's despicable. any intentions or things that they might have done in the workplace. That's gross. The <laughs> DOC <laughs> of
2: Sacramento has also investigated the issue and said it found no evidence of connection between the two alleged priests and its jurisdiction, according to the Catholic News Agency. Unlike normal confessions, hiring an alleged fake priest to solicit confessions wasn't the restaurant chain's only wrongdoing. According to government officials, a court last month ordered Garibaldi's owner to pay one hundred and forty thousand dollars in back wages and damages to thirty five employees. The restaurant chain's owner allegedly brought in the fake priest after the Labor Department started investigating workplace issues. According to the Labor Department, its investigation found that the company had denied overtime to pay workers paid managers for money customers had left as employee tips and threatened workers with relation on, and man. adverse immigration consequences for working with the agency according to the agency nice. come on man nice. come on man Shh. local in our in backyard the fake thing,
0: that's 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 as low down and dirty as you can get that is not that is not OK. I don't think I'm telling anybody anything they don't know when I say that is not OK. They
2: one of the uh, one of the employees former uh, server at the restaurant was asked, he and I quote, he asked if I ever got pulled over for speeding, if I drank alcohol, if I had stolen anything, she said. The priest also asked if I had stolen anything at work, if I was late to my employment, if I did anything to harm my employer and if I had any bad intentions toward my employment. If a priest asks you
0: any of that, they are uh, not a real priest. (laughs) Those are not the type of confessions that they're after. Can I get one more quick one in? This isn't so much a news story, but an interview. This was uh, Harrison Ford talking to Esquire magazine. (laughs) And uh, they asked, what kinds of questions do Star Wars super fans ask you? And he said, well, they usually ask me if there was a fight between Han Solo and Indiana Jones... Who would bleep and win? And I say, Me, bleep hole That's right. I don't want to bleeping make bleep up like that. Come on. I mean, what are you asking me that crap for? Come on. That is he perfect? Indiana. Response. Yeah. Got <laughs> 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 to get it right. He's both. He wins. That's, that's who wins. Don't get too nerdy. Iconic. I'm a nerd, but don't get too nerdy with it. That's, that's 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 where you draw the line. And I'm glad Harrison Ford drew the line there. Our thanks to everybody out there for listening. Thanks to Coach Bob Ritchie, affirming if you missed that or anything on today's show. Check it out at. SactownSports.com, the app, YouTube.com slash SactownSports for Jay Simone, who did a great job this week on the other side of the glass. Rami saying thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday at 2.